BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining. Keep being you and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I'm the pastor of Elevation Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. Hope this inspires you. Hope it builds your faith. Hope it gives you perspective to see God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. We are starting a brand new segment here today. I'm so excited. You are the only person on earth that knows the name of this. I know, and I remember it. You remember it? Yes, because you had to tell it to me so many times. I felt bad. (laughs) I kept asking him, and so, but I I actually remember it. So let's set it up, and then we'll do the reveal. Okay. I've always thought, after I finished preaching, oh, I didn't get to say this, that. I didn't, you know, I didn't get to go deep enough. Oh, I left this out. You know, I have all these notes that I didn't get to. And it would feel frustrating. Well, one day, the Holy Spirit says to me, (laughs) after I was, you know, done coddling myself on the couch for three hours of how I didn't say everything. You weren't coddling yourself. After I was... Cursing yourself? Yeah, after I was really beating myself (laughs) up. I said, I feel like I failed. I didn't get the job done. And you said, maybe you didn't fail. Maybe you just didn't finish. Did I actually say it like that? Like that Yoda so that's the final draft of what you said, <laughs> and I've alliterated it and co-written it. But uh, the concept just became real in my heart that we have all of these amazing ways to minister to you now. Yeah. And so why not from time to time, not every week, just come on, kind of like what you guys do on Coffee Fam. Mm-hmm. Just get in there and look at the sermon, talk yeah. about the sermon, and apply it. I love it. And so you being the master of practical application okay. that you are, Holly. I want you to reveal the title of this segment to the okay. people. So the title of this segment is Run It Back, Walk It Out. Hey. Run it back. Oh. Okay. How'd I and do? Walk it out. That's what we're oh. gonna do. <laughs> That's awesome. Run it back. Everybody say run it back. Run, run it back. back. And walk it out. And walk, walk it, it out. out. All right, so the word of God is like a seed, right? Yeah. Seeds need soil. Uh-huh. What else? Put Sunlight. it in the comments. Light. Sunlight. Time. Nutrients. Water. 
sometimes fertilizer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't right. smell helps the best. It helps mm-hmm. it out, but necessary, helpful in the process. I, I actually think that when we just listen to a sermon or read a Bible verse so fast, it's like us throwing a seed on concrete mm. yep. and wondering why it didn't produce anything. Yep. yep. You know, so like good. the parable of the sower in Matthew 13, mm-hmm. yeah. where Jesus said that the birds will come and snatch it up, the thorns will choke it out, the sunlight will just bake the Dry seed. And yep. uh, so this is an effort for us to take my sermon, my first sermon of 2024. Which was so good. Thank you very much. And she's not biased. <laughs> uh, the theme of the sermon was, this is that day. Yep. And I'll explain what that meant in just a moment. If you want to stop this and watch that on Elevation Church YouTube, please feel free to do so. I will not be offended if you walk away and come back. I'll be right here waiting for you whenever you're ready. That's right. But this will work best if you heard that sermon. You can still watch it if you didn't hear that sermon because we're going to run it back, not necessarily show it back or show clips here, but just Holly's got good notes. She's a great note taker. She was a great student in college. I used to uh, copy off her notes. That was one of the benefits of being her boyfriend. (laughs) And we would study together and still her notes are better than mine. Like, look at her notes. (laughs) Look at my notes. What a disaster I am. But I don't do that drawing thing. Well, sometimes, sometimes when I when I finish my sermon and I look at your notes, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what I said? Good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I said that? Yeah, yeah, I said that. So I don't know if you're cleaning them up. But I want you to start us off, Holly, because I love the front row flashbacks that you post and mm-hmm. each week you send to our staff. Yeah. And I promised the congregation, I said, I'm putting part two on YouTube yep. this week. So the part two isn't going to be me just teaching another sermon. I'll do that again next Sunday. I already have a sequel in mind. Okay. This is more of an opportunity for Holly and the great Chris Brown and Brittany Atkinsola to um, say, this is what I heard and this is how I've been walking it out. And we'll talk about that together. The Bible says, he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Yeah, yeah. No fools on this couch today. <laughs> We're just going to do this uh, for as long as, as until we get tired of talking about it. So uh, thank you for joining us. Holly, why don't you kick it off with a little run it back and then we'll walk it out and I'll jump in and preach a little more and you can ask me whatever you want. Okay, so um, um, first of all, when we were going home from church, I, uh, well, okay, let me back it up. First of all, I cried in this message and I walked back and I gave you a hug and I said, that was exactly what I needed to hear. And so um, I want to thank you for that. And um, then I think I said to you at some point, I just feel like that sermon was classic Stephen Furtick. And what I mean by that is you are the master of wordplay. And so you start off and of course you're like so um, organic and you write down one day when. And you're talking to us all about one day win, which is perfect for the start of a new year because we all have our one day wins for the year, for our life, for our future, whatever. And I'm just going right along with you, not even planning for you to do anything. And you switch it up. Give me the, uh, the yeah. next one. And you tell us becomes a one day win. And I'm telling you, like, I, I think this will... F- this will forever be in my head. 
a one day win. Mm-hmm. And so you've heard me preach 7,000 times since we were boys, you know, yeah, out in the, yeah. the woods and you, yeah. you texted me. Yeah. What did you say? Well, I said the message was goat status because of the same thing. Yeah. It's like, come on. How? Yeah. How? Yeah. But it's so sticky. <laughs> well, the stickiness of it for me really ministered. And here's why, because I could easily be this vision board guy. You know, this yeah. one day when I reach this certain status in my anything, my preaching ability, sure. my creative achievements, my parenting patience, uh, my net worth, anything you want to mention that's a surface level accomplishment. One day when I feel good about myself. Yeah. yeah. One day when then I will have arrived. One day when then I'll put the time into this or develop this new thing or I'll get a hobby. But just thinking like even getting to that one day when that God plants in us, the dream and the vision that he gives us mm-hmm. starts with a one day W-I-N when. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't just trying to be clever. That's how I have to live my life. No, and yeah. that's what I, that is what I love about your preaching. And I told you this, I said, you are so good at taking something that God gives you and living it out. And to me, this is like, this is your sweet spot is having a vision. Like you don't actually have a vision board, but I think you have Hmm. a vision board in your head and you, you have this one day when with an E and you're able to break it down into daily wins. And I have seen you do this. Like you're, you're just, you're the best at it at just going, okay, what's a win for today? or what's a win for this week, or what's a a habit or a routine that I'm gonna put into place. So like, can you tell us a little bit more about going from when to when? It it was because I was thinking about the people I was preaching to, and I was studying this passage that God spoke to me three years ago in Isaiah 27. Yeah, I mean, you've had this verse written on your nightstand for Uh years. It's sitting on a note card on my nightstand Mm as we speak, you know, up, up under some other books that I'm supposed to be reading. But it, um, it's not a very practical scripture. It's a prophetic scripture about the nation of Israel and they were in captivity and they were oppressed and God was making them a promise. And I read it so many times over the last few years and I shared a little bit about this scripture with our students at YouthX this mm-hmm. summer. Um, but something so granular stood out to me this time, and I'm going to share it with you now. You can, you can follow along Isaiah 27, verse 1. In that day, the Lord will punish with his sword, his fierce, great, and powerful sword, Leviathan, the gliding serpent, Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the sea. I have a whole sermon on that I hope to share one day soon too. But then verse 2, it picks up the motif in that day. So it says it twice. If you're following along, you'll see it. In that day, sing about a fruitful vineyard. So verse one is, in that day, the Lord will punish Leviathan. I think this has to do with God dealing with the things in our life that drag us down. For many of you right now, you're fighting against a spirit of depression. You're fighting against mental patterns of anxiety. And everything you see online that tells you take an ice bath and meditate, and break seven eggs over your head every morning at 7 a.m. and say mantras that you got post-it notes up all around saying I am complete and God's got this and it doesn't break through. And the promise of verse one is that God is fighting against everything that brings his people down. 
And verse two gives us a strategy that as God fights the battles that we can't fight in our own strength, we are to, watch this, verse two, sing about a fruitful vineyard. Mm. And what first opened my mind to the revelation of a day, because that's what I want you to get right now, is the revelation of a day. Yeah. Yeah. In that day, it's a, it's a prophetic scripture. It's a term that's used to talk about everything going from the second coming of Christ to the judgment of God's people in certain contexts, to the judgment of God's enemies. But I started seeing it a little differently. I said, wait a minute. It says, in that day, God's gonna fight against Leviathan, the things that hold us down. And in that day, we're supposed to be singing. Right. Mm. So when I saw that there's a song and a sword, and a sword in the same day, yes. Yes. it sets my expectation. So I called the message, this is that day, yeah. all right? Yeah. This is gonna be one of those days. You just better wake up knowing it. There's gonna be blessings I didn't expect today, a little smile I catch or I'm able to give here or there, a little word of encouragement, a little word of discouragement. So we accept it all, right? Well, then I start having fun with it. (laughs) I start reading verse six where it said, in days to come, Jacob will take root, Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. So now I'm thinking, okay, we got two actions happening in verse six. One is going downward, taking root. One is going upward, bearing fruit. Yes. And it showed me that each day will have its ups mm-hmm. and, and downs. Yes. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. And both are a part of our destiny. Beautiful. Yeah. Both are a part of God's purpose. So my first step was getting you to see that not only do you have a new year in front of you, 2024, but that every day God's mercies are new. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get a new 24. Now that's a basketball yeah. term. I'm not a basketball fan, <laughs> but I was watching a basketball game a few years ago and the guy missed a shot and he got an offensive rebound. And I know that the rules have changed in the NBA because I researched it before I preached it. <laughs> but back then when you would get an offensive rebound off the glass in the NBA, the shot clock would go back to a full 24 seconds. So you get a whole new 24 every day. No matter what shot you missed last year, no matter what shot you missed today, no matter what YouTube video you were watching before this one that you feel guilty about, well, you're here now. So So the revelation of the day for me was so powerful because I can get paralyzed by five years from now. And I need everybody to be honest for a minute are you like me where you have so many one day wins? Give me my card back okay. with the yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna keep them. Yeah, you can have them when I'm done, but I just need to be clear. Um, because it's kind of tricky. One day win, all the all the things you're gonna accomplish for God when you have more time to do it. Yeah. All yeah. the all the nice things you're gonna say to people when the perfect opportunity comes up. Mm. Come I told somebody the other day, one day when I get a chance. I'm going to tell you how much you meant to me at this stage of my life. And the Lord spoke to me. Tell him now. Do it now. Yeah. 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 Get a one day win. Like get, get, get the thing said the best you can today Mm -hmm. and revise it tomorrow. So it's very practical for me, but it also has a heaviness. That's why I didn't want it to just be okay. Win, win. I get it. You change the letters like I'm Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune changing letters or something. No, it was more powerful to me. It was getting to realize that 
the way that you're going to get to the one day when mm -hmm. you are a patient person, the one day when you have financial security, the one day when you're able to let the peace of Christ rest, rule, and abide in your heart, the way you're going to get to the one day when is through the power of a one day win. Mm -hmm. So where does God want me to win today? Right yeah. And just to take it one silly step further, and so you can see how demented my brain is with wordplay. Oh, I even use W-I-N as an acronym. What's important now? Wow. Mm. Yeah. I gotta write That's that great. down. Yeah. What's important it. now? That's so good. And I want you to start thinking that way this year wow. because God has given you this year, but he's given you this day. So it was in my heart to help people, you know, because I don't want to be up there talking about a fruitful vineyard and Jacob taking root in Israel. And you're going, that's great for the Bible. But, and I'm just trying today to like have one family meal with my yeah, family this good. week. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just trying this week to have one day where I wake up and exercise. Right. And there's real power in the one day win, and it's changed my life. And, and I just want to share it with our entire church family and all those we minister to. Do you feel like your wins change from day to day? Like, do you have some that are like, I have to do this every day? And then there are some where you're like, no, today this is my win. That's a great question because it reminds me of a conversation I had with a really wise man. I said, I feel like if I'm winning in one area, I'm losing in another area. Right. I feel like with my life, I can really be winning with what I'm producing creatively or for the ministry. And then in an area at home, it needs my attention. And he said something so powerful back to me. He said, um, you're not going to win everywhere every day. Just don't lose in the same area every day. Right, mm -hmm. right. Okay. And it is, it is a balance. Well, that's where you get with the Holy Spirit, and that's where you pay attention to what he's speaking to you. I mean, what do you think about it? Because you listen to the message, and this is called Run It Back, Walk It Out. Uh. So for somebody who's not so much of a win-loss person, I don't know if this is a male-female thing or just a competitive um, thing. I know that the term win isn't really your turn. You, I mean, you don't wake up in the morning like, I need to be a winner. I need to crush it. I need <laughs> to smash it. Yeah, you know, I'm that's not, that not your vibe. Yeah, but how, more for the, how did you hear it about winning well, everywhere? I think that the, it sets me free to, to say a one day win because sometimes I get overwhelmed when I think about people like you who have, are, who are very disciplined. And so you have certain things that you do every day. But for me, it really set me free to realize like, okay, wait. So for instance, today we're here and we're having this conversation. And we're also working on shooting some videos for your new book release. There's a plug, do the new mm -hmm. you, pre-order it. It's amazing. Um, and so this is not a, a winning mom day for me. This is a winning work day for me. And so when I lay my head on my pillow at night and... Somebody is frustrated because they couldn't find their, their, you know, their wrestling singlet isn't clean or there's no chewy bars in the house. I'm not going to bed feeling defeated because that wasn't the win for today for me. Does I that make sense? Disagree, is that too specific? But I want to expand your definition of what a win is. Okay. Help me. Did you not set an example for your kids today? 
of what it means to come in and work hard at meaningful okay. ministry. Okay. Do they not need to see yeah. that mom got up today and the biggest thing wasn't me cleaning that wrestling singlet? Maybe the biggest thing was them learning how to do their own laundry mm-hmm. <laughs> because the world is bigger than just us. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of times you don't give yourself okay. credit for the win because wow. of how you defined it. So what's your definition wow. of a win? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that a win is being able to enable everybody else's laziness? Wow. Okay. Because sometimes it is through setting an example of balancing a complicated life that you actually give that kid a template mm. that they can follow one day if they find themselves as a mom or as a dad. So I would challenge each of you to expand your definition of what you call a win. Um, I like that movie Moneyball. And you can go back and watch just the very last part of it. And this guy hits a home run and it goes way over, I think over center field wall. And he trips when he gets to first base. And he's so discouraged because he tripped on first base. But when they tap him and they show him, wait a minute, that ball is over the center field wall. Doesn't matter. You hit a home run and you didn't even know it. Yeah. yeah. It's a great picture yeah. of how the enemy discourages us because we trip over this. Wow. Oh, I sounded so stupid when I said that. They weren't listening to you. <laughs> they weren't even paying attention. Yeah. Then you go back and apologize to somebody. You ever done this? I'm so sorry when I did this. It sounded so stupid. And they go, what, what are you talking no, about? So you are penalizing yourself for losses mm. that actually didn't even occur in reality. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And when we sync up with That's God, so he, he shows us what's really important to him. So wow. helpful. What are y'all thinking? Y'all are real quiet. I want, I want to hear what, what Britt thinks. I want to hear what Chris thinks. I want to hear, I want to hear from the whole group. Well, I was, I was thinking um, you've showed up a lot of times for a songwriting session. And you leave and maybe it wasn't the greatest song or the most productive day. Mm. And we might text about it later that night or the next day. And you're like, I showed up. I see it as a win. Mm. And, you know, I don't know what will come of that song, but I I showed up and I've got to see me showing up as the win for yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so however that applies to, you know, any facet of life, like uh, I may have not felt like I had the deepest conversation with Joe and my son at bedtime tonight, but I was by his bed. You were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like at yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. Spent, I spent five minutes with yeah. him saying, you day good? Talk about a movie. That's nothing deep, mm. but I was there. And he probably didn't want more than five minutes. He's <laughs> yeah. probably ready to get back on <laughs> exactly. his phone anyway. Yeah, exactly. And here's what I'm trying to say, Chris. Like, I'm so glad you brought it up because it actually came to my mind when I was studying I even found a way to label those days where we go in to write music and it doesn't feel great. I call it a creative leg day. Uh, Anybody who lifts weights knows like skipping leg day is the number one temptation. And uh, at least it is for me. And yet it's the day that you go in and you don't expect it to feel the best. You don't expect it to be the most fun. But you do it. And there are days like that in parenting. There are days like that in friendship. There are days like that certainly in ministry. And there are days like that for you where you don't judge the worth of that day. We're talking about days, right? You don't judge the value of that day, the success of that day. You don't even label that day according to how good it felt in the moment. Back to the workout illustration. 
Mm-hmm. I remember talking to this guy who did CrossFit a few years ago. And he came to see me, but he was like, you look kind of rough, honestly. He said, I'm sorry for the shape, my man. I just had a really great workout. Mm. He looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. Right. He said, I threw up three times. Uh-uh. Oh, no. It was a great workout. That sounds so I realized that his definition of a great workout was based on the result that it produced, yep. yeah. not the feeling that it provided. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times we're sitting there thinking it was a, it was a horrible day. It might have been a tough day. That doesn't make it a horrible day. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got to stop labeling things because some of those days where we went away from songwriting and I came home and told Holly, that was a wasted day, became the seed of some of our biggest songs. Yeah. 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 Or they became the seed of a sermon. So you never know what you're sowing for in that day. Uh, many times you'll think you said something and it fell on deaf ears or many times you think you do something and nobody, nobody noticed. even noticed. Yeah. And... Golly gee willikers, three years later, they go back yeah. to that day and say, you remember when you, uh, and you go, well, I kind of remember when I did that. Yeah, man, that changed everything for me. See, people aren't processing in real time either. And so we can't be so quick, I think, to judge the effects of the seed that yep. we sow yep. in yeah. any given day. And that's what's in the text that's really interesting, right? He says, verse three, I'm back in Isaiah 27 now. Follow along. Keep up. This is good stuff. (laughs) Isaiah 27, verse 3. I, the Lord, watch over it. I water it continually. I guard it day and night so that no one may harm it. So this is the Lord's promise to his people. He says, I water it continually. That means there are going to be days that you plant something and God's going to come along and water it. Wow. And then there will be harvest that you will receive later from something that you forgot you even did or you thought it was so simple, so insignificant. Thank you, Lord. But we have to live our lives in a frame of faith that says, okay, God is watering what I do. Mm. Not what I'm going to get around to one day when. God is watering what, what I, I put in the ground yeah. today. The scripture I put in my heart today, God yeah. will water that. Okay. The relationship that I reach out, make an effort today, it may not heal today, but God will come along and water that. And that gives me a lot of confidence for the days where I feel like I com- I'm a complete loser. Mm-hmm. I loved how you called them down days mm-hmm. because yeah. at first, I mean, it really didn't, I, I wrote it down, I went back and looked at it, I was like, I don't like calling it a down day. But no, but like it's reframing mm-hmm. that a day that I thought maybe wasn't full of wins mm. actually was my roots going down that day. Totally. It was, yeah, it was yeah. training. It was, it was progress, even though you didn't see it or even though it wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really loved. Well, we might even said, call those days call the down days or the or the dirty dirty days. Dirty days. Dirty the days. dirty days. Um, <laughs> yeah. The 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 root days. Yeah. yeah. Um, that give us the stability to appreciate yeah. the good uh-huh. days. Yeah. Um, your roots determine your reach. Ooh. So if God is going to do something amazing in your life, do you know that like scientifically, the tree when you look at how wide a tree's branches are, that their roots literally line up with their widest branch. See, this is why I bring you to the <laughs> run it back, walk it out session. Cause I didn't know that's that beautiful. at all. I didn't know that that's at all. Crazy. So the indication of the things that God is gonna do in your life through generations or even through 
let's say, a business that God has put in your heart or, yeah. or something that God has called you to communicate to the world, you, you feel like, okay, well, this day I didn't even, I don't, I, I don't even have anybody in front of me. I'm very alone. I'm very isolated. Start seeing those days as root days and value them the same as the fruit days. Yeah. You'll have some days where you'll go, oh, I'm seeing that payoff of that. Oh, okay, it's getting through. Oh, it's yeah. working. Oh, okay, great. Let those encourage you yeah. for the next down day. I don't mean down in a negative sense. Yeah. I mean down in a sense that it feels negative. Yeah. Mm. But it is absolutely imperative yeah. and it's essential. Necessary. And necessary. Yeah. yeah. It's not negative. It's necessary. Oh, Somebody gosh. put in the comments, it's necessary. Beautiful. It's necessary. And when we define days in such a polar way, don't you think, Britt, when we say, how was your day? And we start evaluating. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah, exactly. That's too binary. It, yeah, I... I love this so much because I'm even just going back through the catalog of my day-to-day thinking about how many wins have I forfeited Ooh. because I'm categorizing them wrong or incorrectly. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about everybody that might be joining us. And um, I love how you pointed out the two scriptures, like scripture one, where it's like the sword, right? There's a fight in it. And then verse two, I'm singing. And... We talk, you called it a strategy. And I was like, what happens when we're not good at both of those strategies? Mm. Like for me, I'm naturally a fighter. Like I, I don't know why, Pastor, I got it in me and I know it's in me. I'm not always as quick to celebrate or to sing or to recognize the good. So I know I got wins that I'm not recognizing. But the concept that you're talking about, I think works the opposite, right? Like if I can get like a one day win, like it's gonna put me on a trajectory. Mm-hmm. In the same way, if I can't do that, it puts me on another trajectory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like what you would say to some of us that are forfeiting certain ones in our life because we can't grasp both of these concepts or both of these strategies. We don't know how to accept the good, you know, the person that can't receive the compliment or can't see the win and the fact that you're working hard today, Holly, like showing your kids a great example. Like, But then also like, there's some of us that aren't the fighter and that don't know how to like stand strong in the midst of it and see, oh no, I'm still winning. And this is how I identify my win today. Mm. I love that. I That's love great. that. I love that. I love that question. Now, I don't know if you're going to love my answer, <laughs> but I love the question because I'm a fighter too. And what convicted me, we'll, we'll look at it together. Go to Isaiah 27.1. Okay. Um, follow along with me. In that day, I will punish with my sword. Mm-hmm. No, the Lord will. The Lord will punish, punish. with His sword. With his sword. Yeah. So who's doing the fighting? The Lord. Mm. Okay, keep going. His fierce, great, and powerful sword. Whose sword? His. His, his sword. sword. Leviathan, the gliding serpent. Now, I know I asked about mythological creatures like Leviathan. You're like, can you describe Leviathan a little bit more to me? No. You can describe him just fine for yourself. You live with Leviathan. <laughs> you know your Leviathan. I know my Leviathan. Um, for some, it's going to be an addiction that you're hoping God will break in 2024. And the problem is, and I'm going to address this a little bit on Sunday, okay, is that you thought it might be 23. You thought it might be 22. You thought it might be 21. Wow. And with every year that it didn't, with every year that he didn't deliver you, mm. 
your hope diminished a little bit. Yeah. And I really want to make sure that this teaching comes across with a strong emphasis of who's doing the fighting. Yeah. God is fighting for you. Wow. So put good. it in the comments right now. God is fighting for me. Mm. He will fight for me. Yeah. And he's fighting Leviathan. And let's just finish verse one, uh, Britt, because we're both fighters and we need, we need it. <laughs> we need this reminder. Who's doing the slaying in, in verse one? The Lord. He will slay. Yes. He will slay. And then verse two says, in that day, you will sing. Wow. So you do the singing and he will do wow. the slaying. That's awesome. What in the world does that mean, Pastor Stephen? So I'm supposed to walk around my house singing, a, okay, I'll sing about a fruitful vineyard. Cucumbers, melons, and oranges, and lemons, and kumquats, and like, th this isn't a, you know, peace, love, and joy, and peace, and the goodness, and goodness, and right. You can sing all day long. It won't pay your bills, and it won't raise your children, and it won't get you to work on time. So we're not going back here on the idea that, look, we've got to devote ourselves to what God has put in our hand. That's one of my core teachings is that God will do for you what you cannot do for you. He will not do for you what you can do mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I mean about it is that victory belongs to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we are instruments in his hand. And I'm trying to get you to come from a place of victory rather than trying to work to a place of victory. Yeah. Mm. Because I think wow. that will give you that momentum that you want mm -hmm. to say, if I feel like I'm losing everywhere, eventually I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah. men. <laughs> yeah. If you make a man feel like the game is unwinnable, he's done. We will Forget walk away. Yeah. And so when we make walking with God an unwinnable game for people, you know, now I got to fast two hours. Now I got to give up cigarettes. Now, well, you might need to fast from cigarettes. I remember a guy who told me one time he was fasting from uh, chocolate, porn, <laughs> premarital sex. And I was like, well, you probably should keep that fast going a little bit past Lent. Those are things just good to eliminate, not to abstain from for a little while. <laughs> but it was really, really interesting to me how he almost felt like I'm white knuckling this thing to live for God as long as I can. And that's why I'm breaking it down into a day because if you think, well, this year I'm not gonna fight, I'm not gonna nag, I'm not gonna get mad, I'm not gonna get upset, I'm not gonna do any of those bad things this yeah, yeah. year. 24 is my year. No, no, no. 24, one day at a time. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember even when I broke it up and said, that the average number of breaths yes. a person takes is yep. 17 to 30,000. Oh Don't fact when check you me. Said that, yep. I was like, <laughs> yeah. This is no just from way. Google. Do not fact check me. I don't know if it's true. That part was crazy though. But I averaged it out and I said, that's about, on average, 17 to 30. Uh, that's about 24,000 breaths. So even if you just can take it to breathing in, when, when, I, get, when I get really spun up, breathing is advanced. Yeah when I get really out of control, and so what I'm trying to get the fighter in me to see, and, and Britt, this is the strategy of it, is that this outcome is in God's hands. Mm. And the process of singing about a fruitful vineyard, I don't think it's about musical notes. I don't think it has anything to do with music. I think it has to do with mindset. Wow. I don't think it has to do with the fact that we're denying our problems, I think it's that we're focusing on our blessings. Because if I'm singing about a fruitful vineyard, wow. mm -hmm. what do I not have time to focus on? Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
all the thorns and the right. weeds. And yes, mm-hmm. we deal with those things, right. but we do it from a place of focusing on what God has given us. So maybe that's the challenge today. Maybe, maybe when you hear one day, that one, maybe when you hear one day when, what you need to hear is not, hey, get up and get, make sure you run your three miles today. Get in your rower. Do your 2,000 meters. <laughs> maybe you need to list one from yesterday. Because wow. I'm gonna tell you what, you won somewhere yesterday. Yes, That's so good. You won somewhere yesterday. Yes. And even getting that momentum in your mind. And if you're not a win-loss kind of person, you're like, I'm not competitive. I like to bask. <laughs> I'm more of a basker. Okay. Just let's call it, let's call it relishing. Let's call it savoring. Are you a foodie? Let's call it savoring. How about that? I love it. How about a one-day savor? See, it doesn't have the same feel to it. That's why I say one day win. But I don't want this to turn into a competition for you where you start saying, all right, well, I got to win today. I got to win today. I got to win today. It's just about getting you to see that the out there somewhere that you hope to experience, whatever that looks like, the internal state, the fruit of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control that we all want to produce in our lives is in this process of God watering his vineyard continually. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want to leave you on this inaugural episode of Run It Back, Walk It Out, I want to leave you thinking about whose garden you are. Mm. Wow. You are God's garden. Yes. Wow. He will take responsibility for weeding out and for watering. Mm. That means you don't have to figure this out by yourself. And that's where my teaching deviates a little bit just from pure motivational teaching. I like motivational teaching Mm -hmm. or inspirational personal development. I love that stuff. Where I'm called to focus a little bit differently though is to get you to realize is that this victory isn't in your hands, it's in his hands. And he's given you victory all around you and I just want you to see a little bit of it so that you go into this year, whatever vision you have, of one day when, whatever vision you have of one day when, I want you to recognize your victories of the one day when. This is the day the Lord has made. So good. And you got something to rejoice about today. So I want you just to light up my comments right now, okay? I want you to put, what is the victory that God gave you today? And if you gotta go all the way down to, I'm on breath 12,693, 94, 95. I just want you to breathe that in and let it permeate your perspective today. And let the Lord fight the battles that are too big for you. Mm -hmm. Let him deal with Leviathan. You just get that leverage of the daily win. And I believe this revelation will continue to unfold in your heart. And I'm going to be looking through the comments and Holly's going to be looking and Chris is going to be looking and Britt's going to be looking and we're going to be praying. In fact, I'm going to pray right now that God will enable you to walk this out. Yeah. To walk into your one day win, Mm -hmm. just step by step. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come into agreement with your desires for each person who was led by you to join with this experience. It was divinely timed that they came across this video. It was orchestrated by you because they were discouraged, defeated, or spread thin. And now you've given us a focus. And we even feel the fruitfulness of your word going forth. 
Now, Lord, would you water it? We've shared some thoughts today, some applications, some randomness, some musings, but I believe there's been some revelation too. And would you allow it to unfold as we each day have a new 24? And may this year as it unfolds be made up of the days that are committed to you, you. in your hands, you. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, you let me know if you liked our new program. Run we'll it back. A, we'll do another one. Hey. All right, we ran it back. <laughs> now walk it out and see you here soon. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description to give now or visit elevationchurch.org slash podcast for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share it with your friends. You can click the share button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at Elevation Church. Thanks again for listening. God bless you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.